Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast.、Uh, my name is Catherine. Welcome to today's talk about Genesis chapter nineteen, and this time it's about Abraham's nephew Lot and his family in Sodom. So, from chapter nineteen, you can see that、uh, the the two angels from the previous chapter arrived at Lot's town, and just like Abraham, Lot went out to welcome the guests into his home. So from verse one it says,、uh, the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them and bowed himself with his face to the earth and said, "My lords, please turn aside to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise up early and go on your way." And they said, "No, we will spend the night in the town square." But he pressed them strongly, so he, they turned aside to him and entered his house. And he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. Okay, so before they went down to sleep,、um, Lot, just like Abraham, he he was he showed his hospital hospitality towards the strangers, and、um, he didn't want them to stay. Outside, probably due to the dangerous place as Sodom was at the time, and then so before they went to sleep,、um, the men in the town, old and young, came to Lot's house and requested those two angels to come out and have sex with them, and so it says, in verse. Verse four. So before they laid down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom. Both young and old, and all the people to the last man surrounded the house. Basically, the entire town came, and he, they said they called to Lot, "Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may have sex with them." And、uh, in some of the translation will say to know them, but then it's the same thing as to have sex with them, just like how Adam knew his wife Eve. Same idea. Okay, so Lot went out to the man at the entrance and shut the door after him, and said, "I beg you, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. And behold, I have two daughters who have not known any man, who haven't slept with any man.、Uh, let me bring them out to you and do them as you please. Only do nothing to these men, for they have come under the shelter of my roof." So at this point, we're wondering why Lot said what he said、um, about his daughters. But then, most likely, he knew、um, the men are not interested in women at this point. They wanted to have sex with males, so his offer to them is really just、uh, sort of like a buffering or、um, trying to buy some time. And but it's he he probably knew it's not going to work, and then it's just a way to sort of stall them a bit. Okay, so uh, so before we go on, I would like to talk a little bit about homosexuality. Uh, it is clearly stated that it's a practice forbidden by God, and it's not pleasing to the Lord because it was not something God created man for. I know people argue for same-sex marriage, and how it is loving and tolerant to have these marriage happen, even in churches. And I, for one. I'm against it. The reason being, it's not what God created men and women for, 
、uh, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. I'm not gonna bend my belief just because、um, the world thinks it's right. And I think it is our failure, our、um, Christians' failure in general, for not spreading the gospel to people enough and to teach them enough to really know that this practice is wrong. And but just to caution against. The other extreme, which is some people say, oh, the same-sex marriage will result in bestiality and incest in the family.、Um, now, I think that's going too far as well,、uh, and we don't really have any proof. And God never said homosexuality will definitely result in these things.、Um, it is people who are so depraved that they indulge in these practices. And they're not necessarily homosexuals. Okay, you can be、um, heterosexual and you still do these crazy things. So, again, as Christians, we need to bring people to the Lord、um, who are struggling with their sexuality and to live a holy life,、um, and not to live under these oppressions of evil. And after all, people are created in the image of God.、Um, it is not our place to kick them down. And harm them further with our、um, insensitive words. Okay, back to the story of Lot. So the men yell, "Get on my way!" This fellow came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play judge, and we will treat you worse than they. The men had prejudice against Lot because he moved to Sodom. He wasn't born there. To him, to them, he was a foreigner, and from the sound of it, they were going to harm Lot more than. The angels. Okay, so they press. So in verse nine,、um, they press hard against the man Lot and drew near to break the door down. So the whole town's men are pressing in on Lot, but the angels reached out their hands and brought Lot into the house with them and shut the door. They struck with blindness the men who were at the entrance of the house, both small and great, so that they wore themselves. Out groping for the door, so basically they couldn't see, and then they got tired, just trying to find the door. So basically, they had no access to Lot's house. So in verse twelve, it says, "Then the men said to Lot, 'Have you anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons, daughters, or anyone you have in the city? Bring them out of the place, for we are about to destroy this place because the outcry against its people.'" Has become great before the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And we can see that, well, it's not difficult for us to imagine why the outcries、uh, were were great against this place, as we've seen them demonstrate in the previous verses. So Lot went out and said to his sons-in-law, who were to marry his daughter, said, "Um, get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy the city." But his sons-in-laws thought he was just joking. So in verse fifteen it says, "As morning dawned, the angels urged Lot, saying, 'Up, take your wife and two daughters who are here, unless you want to be swept away in the punishment of the city.'" But he lingered. So Lot was not sure if he should leave or not. And so the men seized him and his wife, basically took their them by hand and his two daughters, and. Because the Lord was being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So after they sent them out and said, "Escape for your life! Do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley, 
escape to the hills lest you be swept away. So they caution him saying, just go, just leave, do not linger, do not look back, do not, um, they caution them and then say, just get out of here now. And then Lot said to them, oh no, my lords, look, your servant has found favor in your sight, but you have shown me great kindness in saving my life. But I cannot escape to the hills lest the disaster overtake me and die. So he's saying, I'm, I cannot run that far. <laughs> I can. Okay. So, uh, and the verse 20, it says, look, the city is, uh, near enough to flee to, and this is a small one. Um, so, so he, he said, let me escape to a small city. So I, please do not destroy that little city. And then I can just live, go there instead. So, and he said to them, Behold, I grant you this favor also, that I will not overthrow the city of which you have spoken. Escape there quickly, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. So therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. Zoar means small. Okay, so after the, um, after the, after the Lot's family has arrived, um, he's saying, I cannot destroy the city, the Sodom and Gomorrah. So, verse 23, the sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew those cities. And all the valley and all the inhabitants of the cities what grew on the ground, but Lot's wife behind him looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. So they got to Zoar, but then Lot's wife um, looked back, doing what the angels told him not to told her not to do, and then she was turned into um, a pillar of salt. I think I searched up on it, and I think what we can assume is what happened at the time was a a volcano eruption into volcanic um, activity. And the reason Lot's wife became a pillar of salt was probably because the water from the sea was also brought up by the eruptions. And then so when the water touches the the lava, of course, it gets evaporated. But the salt content was still there. So after it hit Lot's wife, she became a pillar of salt. And that's the more logical way of interpreting it. I mean, people might not find it important how she became a pillar of salt, but... I think I want to know. So, all right. So verse 27, and Abraham went early in the morning. So Abraham got up, look at the place, and then he has stood before the Lord, where he, in the previous chapter, was um, arguing about whether to destroy Sodom or Gomorrah or not. And verse 28 says, and he looked down toward Sodom, Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the valley. And he looked, and behold, the smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a furnace. So it was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. So uh, he, God was merciful to Lot because of Abraham. And then the rest of the chapter was pretty highness as well. Um, the daughters went 
to their father um, one person at a time, got him drunk and slept with him so they can have kids. I'm not really sure what they're thinking. Maybe it's just growing up in Sodom made them um, really uh, not straight in their heads or um, they really thought because Zoar was so small, they're not going to be able to find a mate. But the idea that to sleep with your own father is still quite an awkward concept. So I just think because they probably adopted the social mentality of Sodom and Gomorrah. So the firstborn, the first daughter born a son and called him Moab, which means in Hebrew sounds like uh, from father. And the younger daughter also bore a son and called him his name Ben Ammon. And it means son of my people. And he's the father of the Ammonites to this day. So often you'll see that uh, in the Old Testament, it says, um, especially in the Pentateuch, it says, oh, to this day, blah, blah, blah. And that means um, until the time the author penned um, these books. So that's why you'll see this expression quite a lot. Okay, so... um. In general, what I see from this chapter is that uh, the social setting around us do influence us a lot. As we can see from the actions of the men in Sodom and later on the actions of Lot's daughters towards the end of the chapter. So we have to be aware of what the culture is teaching us. What are they trying to make us think? The kind of news or the kind of mentality we're trying to adopt are they biblical? Are they, or is it the devil is trying to deceive us? So we have to be aware. We cannot be complacent, and we have to watch out what the society is trying to teach us. And if they're not according to the teachings of Scripture, we have to resist them. Okay, thank you for listening, and that's it for today. We'll see you next time. Bye.